I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Now you can tell from my everyday fits. I ain't rich, so cease and desist with them tricks. I'm just another black man caught up in the mix, trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents, a dime and a nickel. Just because I'm a freak don't mean who can't hit the sheets. Baby, I can see that you don't recognize me. I'm shocked, G, the one who put the satin on your panties. Never knew a hooker that could share me. I get around. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And it is a Tuesday afternoon. Yes, you once got busy in the Burger King bathroom, or is it my the wrong song? Uh, that is a different song and a, and a different rapper. You're thinking about Humpty Hump. I'm oh, talking about Shock G. My bad. Completely different people. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, man, so it's another episode of the Black Guy Tips. Um, of course, you can find us at theblackouttips.com. It's probably the easiest way. Check out iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Leave us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, and we promise to read them on the show, regardless of content. Let you know exactly what we think, um, and uh, you can get your message across. You can also hit all the contact information at theblackguytips.com slash about. Uh, you can leave, find out the email, the mailing address, all that stuff. Thanks for everybody that takes time out mm-hmm. to uh, get in contact with the show like that. It means um, a lot. Thank you, guys. The official weapon of the show is... The taser. An unofficial sport. It's Bullet Ball. At Bullet Ball Extreme. Mm-hmm. And uh, today's show is sponsored. It's double sponsored. Woo-hoo. Uh First of all, it's sponsored by... Tweaked Audio. Okay, Tweaked Audio is the maker of fine uh, earbuds that go in your ear. They sound great. Yes, they do. They're high quality. Yes, they are. They got those nice cords that never tangle up. I love them. Yeah, they're flat. Like, like when I got it, I was like, "Ooh, these are flat." I was, I was wondering about them, but with them being flat, they don't twist, they don't tangle. You, don't, you don't have to take them and untie the knot. That for somehow they magically get tied up in a knot. I don't know what it is about standard headphones, mm-hmm. but them cords just like to touch each other and just twist up into a twisty pringle knot and you're like oh, what the fuck how did you get here right exactly man um so you know you got that um and uh also you know they got some they got mics they got different uh different models different price levels um in addition to that you can get 33 percent off and free shipping plus a lifetime guarantee uh on your headphones so if they ever break you just send them back in they mail you a new pair um, all you have to do is put in the code TBGWT to get all of this at tweakedaudio.com. Just put in code TBGWT, and uh, it, I think you'll really like it, man. So uh, make sure you guys do that because uh, it helps the show out. I mean, honestly, don't you guys want to help the show out? Yes. Of course you do. <laughs> um, and uh, you get something out of it, man. You can get some nice uh, headphones and whatnot. Mm, man. They're worth every dime. Uh, we also have a sexier sponsor, so let me see if I can find some sexy music. Fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? You can teach an old dog new tricks. <coughs> All you need is new toys. 
Go to adamandeve.com for a limited time only. Get half off of just about any item. Any item, okay? And I say you go big or go home. Pick out that expensive motherfucker that you've been wanting for your whole life. But you've been waiting to move out of your parents' house so you can buy it. Because it comes with all kinds of, like, springs and <laughs> instruction guides. And yeah, you got to... You gotta tie it to the ceiling. Well, now's the time. You're a grown ass adult. You're gonna really let your shame stop you from being happy. And it's time to let that go, guys. But to help you let that go, Adam and Eve has added some more to the deal to sweeten the pot. In addition to your 50% off, you can also get three adult DVDs for a little bit of inspiration. Professional adult DVDs. I'm saying you will not like see crazy shit that you don't want to see so like Mm-mm. there's not gonna be any vomit in the middle of it no nobody's gonna just nobody's uh walking across smack. the background right nobody's just gonna you know uh uh pull eat a sandwich on the set okay <laughs> no not, random talking over the mic no airplanes flying over making a bunch of noise lawnmowers going next door no <laughs> this is professional pornography you don't want to be distracted don't need anybody to take you out of the mood Plus, you get a free extra gift that's so sensual, I wish I could tell you what it was. And to top it all off, they even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So how the fuck can you keep passing this up? Hmm? What, are you stupid or something? Yeah, if not you for a friend. Yeah, you don't care about yourself? Don't be an idiot, people. Go to adamandeve.com for the special offer. Get 50% off of one item when you put in the code TBGWT when you go check out. When you do, you get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. That's called TBGWT at AdamandEve.com. Treat your vagina. All right, let's go. Um, got all kinds of stuff to talk about. Um... You know, I saw something today um, on Twitter. Like, people are talking about this Cosmos documentary. I don't know how many people have seen it. I haven't even seen it yet. Mm-mm, I heard about it. Which is crazy because Seth MacFarlane is producing this Cosmos documentary mm-hmm. um, series or whatever. And it's weird because um, Seth MacFarlane pretty much owned Sunday Night on Fox. Like, this is a program yes. that if, when they were advertising, I was like, oh, wow, they're doing something that's not animation domination. Uh, it's not Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane's finally they're seeing some cracks in his work. You know, I think Family Guy's been a little bit down this year. A lot more serious, but uh, not as funny as as always. Uh, I think uh, Cleveland Show, I believe, got canceled, and mm-hmm. American Dad, I think, is getting moved to another network. So I was like, oh, people are starting to see Seth MacFarlane can't just do any and everything and always be great. Um, and then I found out he was producing this Cosmos documentary. It's like, God damn, this dude is a beast. Mm-hmm. The, the thing about it is that when you deal with people with his type of uh, creativity, like his mind probably just always ticks. It probably never rests. So it's just one of those things where if you're pumping and producing like that, it's always something else. And I bet you we're going to find out he's involved or getting ready to do some other shit too because that's just how people like that mind well he's take. got a movie coming out i mean who's gonna tell this guy no at this point yeah Everything he got another he does, ted, ted two coming out right no it oh. wasn't, that's not what i'm talking about oh, okay. it's a movie called like uh a million ways to die in the west or something like that okay um pretty funny trailer it looks great uh i definitely want to see it but mm-hmm. it's just it's amazing like how prolific he is and 
he's made so much money who the fuck's gonna tell seth mcfarlane you can't do something ain't that the truth all he does is make money for people mm-hmm. you know on top of himself the one time they were wrong they said uh family guy wasn't doing well took it off the air the shit made so much money on cartoon network they brought it back to fox wow you know so i i can see like the argument for why a guy like seth mcfarlane would be like uh yeah i'm gonna put this cosmo shit on and uh y'all gotta deal with it the weird part is apparently cosmos is a bit controversial uh-oh mm-hmm yep and uh i like i said i didn't notice this time i was looking at twitter but um i guess last sunday or whatever they brought up evolution uh, I guess it was kind of a matter of fact type of, uh, you know, mentioning of it. It wasn't some like huge, um, you know, um, I, I guess it, I guess it necessarily wasn't a huge ordeal the first week that it aired, but then the second week they, uh, they really kind of went into it. And, uh, there's people that are pretty upset about it, which, is weird to me because i remember growing up and i'm sure it's because i was a kid and i'm i think it's probably always been this way but i I was a kid so i didn't follow politics i remember the theory quote-unquote of evolution not being a political thing but just being science Mm -hmm. you learned about this in school and that's it you know like you don't really need to uh like there's really nothing to back up the God theory unless you're religious. Like, uh, God made snakes and then he made these and then he made that and Adam named them. There's no need to teach that in class because there's, if I'm Indian, are you going to teach me that? Like, are you going to teach me, uh, are you going to teach me like the Buddhist version? Are you going to teach me? They only teach the Christian version and evolution. So it's like, take the Christian version out. I'm not in religious class. I'm in science class. Yeah. There really is no need for an overlap. And that's the separation of church and state. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't, there shouldn't even, like, teach that shit on Sundays to your kids if you want to do that. But scientific basis, you know, if you're going to teach the Big Bang Theory or whatever, like, at least teach that theory and let people work it out themselves. Um, But, um yeah, it was funny though because I saw people on my timelines, like some of the people that are more heavily involved in politics, and they were straight up like really like celebrating the fact that evolution was talked about. And it reminded me that evolution is no longer about science, it's no longer scientific theory. It's pretty much all people that want to make a political point now, mm-hmm. which is kind of sad. Like, it shouldn't determine which way you vote because a scientific theory you know what i mean like it's sad that it's come to that where our science is is already is divided along political lines where it's like well if you believe this thing then obviously you're gonna vote republican if you believe that thing then you're probably gonna vote democrat i think for me um for a lot of people um especially in america which is something that people aren't willing to admit we have a lot of dumb motherfuckers in our country just 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 very stupid and ignorant you go through the school system they teach you these things most people don't retain most of this knowledge Mm -hmm. and it's just one of those things that um when people quote unquote feel like they're being challenged or either when people feel like well you're holding up my uh, political belief you go into this and it's just like why what what does this right here have to do with how you vote right this is weird like i was i mean my brain was just acting crazy today i was just thinking of of a ton of shit but it's like we've seen evolution happen 
in our you know over the course of time that that men has been tracking it shit we see evolution when like a bacteria like adjust to a drug ain't that the truth and next thing you know you got a deadly virus or a super bug or the vaccine vaccine that they use no work no more they got to come out with another one and yeah it's it's, so it's kind of weird to see people just actively be like nah fuck that not gonna um just not you know but it was also weird to me to be like that it's got to the point where you have to claim a victory because a tv show about science brought up evolution like what was it not gonna bring it up you know what i mean like it's it's about science science show and that is a scientific theory that we have a lot of evidence to back up how could they do the show and not back it up? Like, is it just because religion that people are expecting? Like, well, I uh, don't expect this shit to get be on the show. Like, that would have been amazingly terrible. But I don't know, man. I just thought that was weird, man, that that people um, are doing that. And I, and I, I tried to watch it, man. I, I, you know, I know people are really swearing that's great and all this stuff. And I, everybody knows I'm not a religious person and shit, but... Um, I just didn't get it, man. Like, I saw about 30 minutes of it. They didn't show vodka, triple sec, <laughs> no, cranberry no. juice. I'm like, where the fuck are the Cosmos? Hey, I, I don't think it's that type of a Cosmos. What? And I've had them, and they're very, very delicious. Now, they're not taking no stars and sprinkling them across your martini glass. I don't think you having that type of Cosmos. Well, I was very let down. Cause, I'm glad I mean, you was, because I wasn't watching it. it. I don't know. It just didn't interest me. Like It's just one of them things where I literally could care less. Because regardless, if you watch it or not, it's not going to change how you feel, you know me, about it and things like that. It's just, so, it's just kind of like a... Is it kind of like a documentary? Yeah, yeah, okay. like a documentary series, apparently, but not about the drinks. I mean... No, not about... The drinks would have been funner. Uh, funner is not a word, but I, I understand <laughs> what you're trying to say. I would have enjoyed it more um anyway so uh i just thought it was um you know whatever and then uh you know i was also um like i was uh you know thinking about how it's political and people i've said that on my facebook page and people were like well it's been that way for a long time like and i was thinking like you know what it is is that i was a kid i didn't care about politics so to me I learned in class the science of it, and that's all I needed to know. You see what I'm saying? I didn't need to know any shit about uh, what party supported this. It was like, okay, it's either this or it's it's that. That's what I learned in class. You know, I don't need to have a religious backboard backdrop to this, you know. And then people on my timeline were saying, like, nah, it's been that way since the Scopes Monkey Trial since 1920. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. So No, and I wasn't born and you wasn't either. Right. So what I figured out, but, but I know a lot of stuff that happened when I wasn't born. I, I don't take any pride in being ignorant or stupid or not knowing shit, you know. Uh, I like to learn. You know, there's I, nothing wrong with I just didn't know. Uh, and this is an opportunity to learn. But then I didn't want them looking down on me for not knowing. So I figured out a, what, what you can do is when you don't know something mm-hmm. like that, and you feel like a little insecure, you don't have time to go look it up. What you do is you start cursing and talking in Ebonics. Now, I don't mean in an ignorant way, because obviously that's, then, then they'll know. Like, if you just get real defensive, like, nigga, shut the fuck up. God damn it, bitch. Don't do that. <laughs> but you gotta agree with them. Like, oh, nigga, I know you ain't bringing up that motherfucking Scopes monkey trial. Oh, shit, nigga. Oh, hey, y'all went, y'all went there. 
Like you, you brought out the damn Skulls Monkey Trial, nineteen twenty. Now see, I see what you're saying, and he just walk off before they realize you don't know what the fuck just happened, and uh, it nah. worked. <laughs> you better than me. I'm like, look, I don't know. I'm, I'm but I got Google, Wikipedia. I got time to look it up. I'm just stalling for time now. Yeah, yeah, true, and I don't know. I don't. I don't care enough. So I'm going. Okay. Key and Peel made the cover of Time Magazine. I seen that. Apparently, Negroes are very upset about this. Why? Uh, I didn't realize. Uh, cause I was happy for them. Yeah, me too. I don't hate Key and Peele. Me either. Um, I know some people that don't really find them to be that funny, and uh, their stick is kind of hacky. And I, I can actually understand that. I listened to a great episode of uh, The Righteous Prick with J.L. Covan and Josh Homer was the guest. And they broke down Key and Peele like maybe a year ago or something. And I see their point. A lot of Key and Peele's jokes are very um the punchline is black people okay like that's the only punchline like it's not really a well-developed okay. thoughtful critique it's just kind of like because black people you know okay uh like for example uh the when they do the names for schools and shit yeah like the whole black people have funny names you know over and over and over to you know and i'll laugh at the gag but yeah it's you know, a lot of their skits are just that, you know. Um, like there's no depth to the comedy? Right. Well, not, it's a, I don't see, some people say there's no depth. There is depth there. It's a different perspective that a lot of black people aren't used to from black comedians, which is that it's almost like they're making the jokes that white people would like to make about black people, but they're black. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they're able to make cultural critiques about black culture that, to some people it's going to come off like well now you're saying black culture is is uh inferior or it's not as um like white culture is the default and better than the stuff you're making jokes at and, right and I, I don't know i don't get that from them yeah i think there's a certain amount of sensitivity there that people are picking up um i also think that most jokes most comedians use a certain power structure for their jokes mm-hmm. and they're kind of going against the grain on that by not being like uh let's this joke is on the white people quote unquote you know okay this joke is on the ignorance or whatever such and such and a lot of their jokes are like you know you ever see two brothers that are gangsters and they do this and it's like they didn't really grow up around that they're not from that they don't really have an insight into that it's almost like a white person's idea of what a gangster would be a gangster black dude is it is in it might not have no similarity, but I kind of feel like this. Is it similar to the Cleveland show? How the Cleveland show mm. was like the black version of Family Guy? It's, it's, it is similar to that, and they make a lot of jokes about black culture, in it, but nobody on that show is black, kind of. Yeah, where the jokes come across, and you be like, black people don't talk like that, or 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 if a yeah. black person wrote that, it would come across completely different, or the language would be structured very differently. Yeah, it's a bit inauthentic. Now, yes. per- personally, I don't feel that way about them. I think that their their jokes are like anybody's jokes. Mm-hmm. Some are hit, some, some are miss. miss. I think when they are on, it's, some of their shit is very funny yes, and it is. provocative, and from a different perspective that I that I find refreshing because mm-hmm. I don't think all black comedians should share the same. Let's make jokes about how you know I get treated because I'm black, or let's make jokes about. I think it's kind of cool that they mix it up. Uh, I think some people are kind of looking at their success and they're a little upset by that because they see these guys get to cover time. It's like, why would this guy get to cover time over somebody who they feel is more um, 
doing doing more bits that are um quote unquote acceptable by black people or more from a perspective of blackness or whatever. Um, I think a lot of people feel like a resentment towards them getting a spotlight and getting their show and getting and, four seasons and, you know, kind of stepping in for the Chappelle audience. True, true. And I, and, I, and I think for me, I don't have a problem with that because we are diverse. We're not a monolith. We all don't come from the same background. Everything's not going to be like boondocks, mm-hmm. you know. And to me, that's a part of the black experience and they are a part of the black experience. And so I, and so for me, from my perspective, I don't have a problem with that at all. I'm happy for them and I'm glad and I'm glad they both did that and, and i don't know i'm the type of person where i don't i don't hate on other people's success regardless if i agree with you or not i'm not gonna hate on your success because i because i don't really know what kind of hard work or discrimination and all kinds of shit that they may have had to go through just to get to this point and it's one of those things where they're reaping the reward rewards of their hard work and you know i think i want to say was it um one podcast i was listening to um they had him on there and they was talking about how to, how, uh, one of them went on a Saturday night live and, you know, didn't make it and, um, and things like that. So it's one of those things where they've been around for a very, very long time. And I don't know when you do that, I feel like you discredit all their work by going, fuck you. You're not what I think you should be. And I don't think that's fair. Yeah. And they're not as edgy as some other comedians. They're kind of safe, but. I don't necessarily view that as a bad thing. I don't think every comedian has to be boundary pushing, bridge burning, mm-hmm. whatever, you know. So I appreciate And like I said, I watched this show. I, I think it's good. You know, like uh it's definitely. Yeah. Someone just said in the chat, it's better than Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, it's only 30 minutes, um, but I enjoy the show. Um I just think that um people see a certain amount of mainstream appeal and safeness and people don't like that shit. You know, but, uh, yeah, I, I have no issues with those dudes. So me either. They've had some great, hilarious, uh, skits over the past few. I think season two was the one of their best seasons. Season two was definitely the best of their seasons. Yes. Um, and, and like I said, for the record, I get what people don't like about them for the record. Like it's just, it doesn't bother me as much as it bothers other people. But like there's this idea that they're trading off of the fact that they're the only black guy. You know, it's like, some people are like, I'm the only black guy in a set of white people, and I'm going to entertain you guys by picking at black people and how silly black people are. And it's like they feel like, well, that's not fair. That's not authentic because you're entertaining these people at our expense. And why would I support that? You know, that's like the kind of their comedic voice is the the one black kid that hangs out with white people. And to me, I think. That that's kind of a harsh critique because mm-hmm. it skips over the uh, a vast amount of sketches and stuff they do where you know there's certain things expected of them uh, and pressure put on them as the only black people in a certain setting. Yes, it is. You know, they've had skits like that too, you know, um, and not always skits that make them look best or paint them in the best light, but mm-hmm. still uh, interesting uh, angles on the, on some jokes that would be tired after a while, you know, uh, like they have this joke about. Um, how white girls are ignorantly, um, you know, uh, how, how white girls ignorantly like them because they're black dudes and they think all these negative stereotypes and then they'll go to correct them, but they want to sleep with these white girls. Mm-hmm. So then like they'll let shit slide that is patently racist. Yes. And just keep trying to tolerate it. 
um because they think they're gonna fuck them and then they say more ignorant shit and then they you know then they they you know that skip goes on for a while um yes and they are both of mixed race and stuff so i think like but in that skit like there's a kind of a a good joke there about mm-hmm. this idea you know there's another skit they do with the black republican meeting yes that's where they all get up and ones. give the same speech michael jamal michael jamal warner's there yes like there's i don't think they're just throwaway unfunny motherfuckers i really think that they're good and people just don't like the shine that they're getting because it kind of sounds a light on the fact that there's some hypocrisy and um double standards with how we will laugh at certain jokes about race that's true um so anyway. and, and we are really about that nothing wrong if it's funny and a lot of people say it but they really don't mean it yeah yeah exactly like like it, it's funny until the joke's on me or it's funny until i'm offended or it's funny until you talk about some shit that i don't feel like talking about or it's funny until rape or it's funny until sexual assault like you know a lot of people draw their lines at different places but i w- I'm not going to say we don't have lines, but it's one of them things where my line is far. And the thing about it now is a difference between you <clears throat> saying some shit, trying to make a joke and being fucking offensive and you literally telling a joke and crafting it. And it's funny. It's, you know, I can I can tell the difference as a listener. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's just something I was thinking about. Um, here's a video. Apparently um, today um, there was a earthquake um shit there was a helicopter crash in seattle washington and fox denver affiliate kdvr intended to broadcast some twitter photos from the scene which were presumably being piped in from someone's computer in the control room uh while they did find at least one photo of the crash they also accidentally uh put up a very not safe for work picture which was a big okay, ass so that's dick. another photo you can see this so it was it was like a crash, ah! yeah it was a crash photo then there's like a photo of edward scissors hands and then there's like a dick i don't know why that, that's what happens when you do shit live right relying on a social media account of someone on twitter okay, oh so, so they photo. was going through somebody's account yeah doing shit live not checking the research ironically we just talked now. about this yesterday just but, uh, clicking on shit and was like oh up 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 my bad yeah, I have video of it uh, here. Um, I'm going to play some. I'll put it in the chat so people can look at the article, click on that's it. That's what happens when your ass want to be first. Mm-hmm. Oh, guys, so that's another photo. You can see the smoke billowing up next to the Space Needle there, that iconic image in uh, Seattle. Man, so, so that's Edward Scissorhands. So it cuts to Edward Scissorhands. Some type of weird omelet-looking thing. Oh, they're going... Th- oh, so they must it's be... someone's going- Twitter pictures. Okay, and, and so you never know what you're going to get when you're floating through pics like that. Yep. And so we'll just ignore that. And then the next one was a dick. He goes, we'll just ignore that. I'll, I'll rewind. It happens so fast. Image in uh, Seattle. Man, so, so that's Edward Scissorhands. So we'll just ignore that. And so, you know, a lot of people... You can hear the gasp in two of the people's uh, voices. Now, here's the thing. The person who's tablet i believe this is uh like used to or whatever is a producer backstage but the guy who's hosting it has the tablet that is like showing him what's on the screen Mm -hmm. in his lap and he says we'll just ignore that on the omelet not the dick but the gasp comes when the dick comes up so listen closely you can hear the his co-host there's four co-hosts you can hear them all gasp image in uh, seattle man so, so that's edward scissorhands so we'll just ignore that and so you know a lot of people 
That's what you do. What happens when you do shit live? And you, and this is somebody's account, a public account, and people put all types of shit on there. On Someone their, getting fired. Yes, and and the person whoever approved them doing this live is the person that's getting fired. The person that says yes, let's do this. And excuse me, my thing is this. We talked about this yesterday. Motherfucking news, people. Do goddamn news. Twitter is not motherfucking news. I know Twitter can be used as news. But do your fucking research and do news. Mm-hmm. Do news. Like, 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 if, if, if you would have done this right, you would have combed this, picked the pics out in advance so this shit like this don't happen. Like, it's weird because, like, y'all really didn't have 10 seconds to go through these pictures. No, it wouldn't have taken 10 seconds, but... Y'all didn't have any amount of time to just go, let me look through a couple. Nope, not going to do that. You know what I mean? This is what happened when you want to be first and you want to do shit live and you don't come over. And, 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 and it goes back to news is not about journalistic integrity or any of that shit no more. People are just lazy when it comes to news and giving the news. And a lot of times there's nothing wrong with Facebook and Twitter and all these media outlets. But a lot of times they'll just pick that shit and they won't do their job, which is to report the news. And they're filling time a lot of times. Like we don't have that much news that needs 24 hours coverage. No. And so a lot of times I think they just cut to these guys and they go, all right, man, fill some time. And you're like, okay, what can we do when we come back? Uh, I'll talk about the crash. Uh, maybe do we have any pictures? I think I might have one picture online. We'll, we'll, we'll look through some pictures. Uh, then we'll, uh, we'll just get back. Like it's so haphazard and you're taking so many chances and then boom, big ass dick on your screen. Image in uh, Seattle, man. So, so that's Edward Scissorhands. Like even at that point when he's like, so that's, uh, Edward Scissorhands. That should have That been is the, not even relevant to the story. And that should have been the moment. That should have been it. That when you hit that Edward Scissorhands, okay. Back to you. There's nothing. There's no more pictures on here about this shit. So we'll just ignore that. And so, you know, a lot of people obviously, um, you know, following this on Twitter, tweeting pictures, and we're going to be following it here on, on Good Day. Horrible situation, but we're trying to find out anything we can about anyone who may have been hurt. It's so funny. There, I got to give props to this lady because they all just know they just saw that big ass dick. Yes. And they're all trying to talk to it. That's very professional of them. Like you gotta, cause you can't go, Oh my God, there's a dick. You're live on TV. You're talking about a helicopter crash. You gotta just keep going. What are you gonna do? That, that, that they're professionals. And so kudos to them for being professional. You gotta come back after the break, apologize about that dick, but you get, the show must go on. Yeah. That and, and for the fact that A, who approved this bullshit? And B is is one of those things where yeah, don't tell me there wasn't a hashtag going on. There wasn't somewhere you could like you say, got the pics and say these are the pics we got off of Twitter and this is the person's account. Like and and to me it's just lazy journalism. It is lazy. Uh, it sounds like one person crawled to safety, but it, news helicopters we know in the past have had some really unfortunate accidents, and our, our hearts go out to those folks at Como. Yeah. All right, guys. So stay with KDVR.com for updates on that story and the rest of their news as it develops throughout the day, and of yeah. course the forecast. Yeah. All this media that you're doing. All the-, the forecast calls for penis. Uh, and lots of it. Lots and lots of penis. Five to six inches of it. Yep. Uh, watch out for penis, guys. Um, so uh, I thought this story was funny. Uh, San Jose, California. A uh, woman went to go get her driver's test. Okay, guys. Um, sometimes you got to get that driver's test, man. It's pretty, uh, I'm pretty sure most of us here can drive unless you live in like New York or something, right? 
A usually busy DMV office in San Jose was closed Friday after a motorist waiting to take a driver's test crashed her car into the building, causing a gas leak. Well, damn. Think it's safe to say you can just go back home? Oh, yeah. you mean, oh, sh- oh, she was coming to get a license? She's coming to take the test, the driver's test. Oh, no. You, no, you get no license today. The driver declined to give her name, of course. But we all knew it was a woman. Am I right, fellas? Come on. Up top. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about out there. Everybody in the cheap seats. Uh, yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. W- women can't, uh, women yeah, can't drive. That, that, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happened. You must have called a day and come back about six months from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the worst hi-hi ever. I gotta find a better one. But, uh, yeah, um, she can't drive and, uh, she drove her to the side of the office. Um, she declined to give her name, but she was, she was nervous about taking her driver's license test because this would have been a third try. God damn. <coughs> Baby, just buy you a bus pass. Right. Wonder why she failed the first two. Mm-hmm. She do hit, hit little kids or some shit. Around noon, the, st- the line started to move, but she said she hit the accelerator instead of the brake and rammed a motorcycle rider in front of her. Oh. <gasps> Then she said she swerved to try to avoid running over the rider and crashed into a Santa Teresa DMV building, sharing a gas line. The San Jose Fire Department responded and evacuated the building and several others nearby. PG PG and E crews uh, capped the leak shortly after 1230 p.m. The motorcycle rider, Jurgen Barthel of Los Gatos, Told KTVU he remembers thinking the woman seemed jittery but didn't expect the commotion that followed. By the time I looked from the ground, Bartho said, the gas was hissing, the people were getting out of the car. The woman said she wasn't hurt but was dismayed that she forced the closure of the DMV and that she would have to postpone her test. Shit, postpone. You should not be allowed to get a license. I mean, I mean, is it is it that difficult to drive? Mm-hmm. Well... Luckily, they didn't say a race, but I hope it wasn't Asian, okay? I don't want uh, any more drama. <laughs> uh, Barthel was also perplexed when he found out he had to take a, cl- a cab home. As he watched his motorcycle being hauled away, he remarked, you look around for what might happen in traffic, where might where something might take you out on a bike. You don't expect it in line at the DMV. No, so he was out line at the DMV. And this lady mm-hmm. tried to hit him. Was was she trying to? Was was she um two footing it? You know how a lot of people, which I think is very dangerous. You know when you shift, you got to use two feet. But you know for automatic, you don't. You know how some people have mm-hmm. one foot on the brake and one foot on the gas. Was she doing that shit? I don't know. Because that's to me, that's dangerous. A bizarre situation at the DMV in San Jose today. A driver who was waiting to take her driving test crashed right into the building. And what happened next forced authorities to tell everyone to evacuate. KTV's Robert Honda is at the DMV tonight where he spoke to the driver about why she says she was so nervous while waiting in line. Robert? Well, she showed up at what is usually a very busy DMV office here in South San Jose, but the Santa Teresa office has been closed almost all day because of that driver's test that ended before it really got started. The smashed up front end of this Honda sedan indicates the motorist didn't do too well at her driver's license test today, but there was much more damage done. The car was one of several vehicles in line at the Santa Teresa DMV office. To... Looking at the damage, she really slammed into that shit. Yeah, and my thing is this. Who the fuck insurance covers this? 
Oh yeah, does, can she have insurance yet? I'm, or don't you have to get insurance before you can get a license anyway? Yeah, I think you have to have insurance even before you get a permit, don't you? Yeah, so she probably got insurance. Probably hers, right? Yeah, she's gonna be coming a DMV car. Start the test at around noon, when suddenly the driver accelerated into a motorcycle rider and knocked him to the ground. Then she crashed into the DMV building, hit a gas meter, and severed a gas line. The motorcycle rider said he noticed the woman was kind of jittery, but didn't expect the chaos that followed. Didn't see much, actually. It came from behind. Um, and by the time I looked up, uh, gas was hissing, and uh, people came out of the car. It seemed to be okay. And uh, I got off the ground. The San Jose Fire Department Shit. evacuated the building and several others nearby. PG&E crews were able to cap the leak about half an hour later. The woman who crashed the car declined to give me her name, but told me she was nervous about taking the test because it was her third try. She said she lurched forward when she accidentally hit the accelerator instead of the... Oh, no. Oh, no, guys. Ah! Oh, God, no. That's not a good sign. Guess the race, guys. That's definitely not a good sign. I hate when the jokes come together like this, but because <laughs> we didn't know, we I promise we didn't know to this video. She really is Asian, guys. Yeah, she she Asian, y'all. Not black. <sighs> I really was really was not. I really was not rooting for her to be Asian, man. I was just trying to make a joke that would be stereotypically <laughs> ridiculous. And you was right. Really wasn't Asian. Your man. racism is on it, buddy and swerved to avoid running over the motorcycle rider. The DMV office was shut down and people arriving were redirected to other offices. I was shocked that it was closed first off. I saw people out front and then I, I smelled the gas and then I knew kind of put two, to, two together and there you go. Bartel kept a sense of humor even as his motorcycle was towed away. You look around for what happens in traffic and where something could take you out on a bike, but you don't expect it at a line in the DMV. The DMV says it expects to reopen the office next week. Coming up at six more details, including why the California Highway Patrol is investigating. Live in San Jose, Robert Honda. Shit, next week, she shut it down for a week. I'm mad. <laughs> I'm mad they sent the actual um, Asian reporter to cover it, too. Because his name was Robert <laughs> Honda, and they sent him out to cover the shit, too. Man, that's so fucked up. Uh, Millie Brown claims she's not harming her body. Who the fuck is Millie Brown, says Karen. That was my next question. Singer Demi Lovato is calling out Lady Gaga for glamorizing bulimia following the performance at South by Southwest last Thursday where artist Millie Brown vomited green soy milk on Gaga. Both Lovato and Gaga have suffered from eating disorder and have talked about them publicly. Demi Lovato on Twitter says, sad as if sad as if we didn't have enough people glamorizing eat disorders already angry face bottom line is not cool or artsy at all would you let someone bring a needle and shoot up on you addiction is addiction now who knows what the fuck these ladies are talking about because i mean mm -hmm. is was the performance to glamorize bulimia mm -hmm. if someone is an artist that does vomit painting yeah like like she does vomit painting well like how does that glorify bulimia yeah. brown's vomit art which started doing what well, she started doing nine years ago at the age of 17 certainly seems problematic she swallows a mixture of soy milk and food dye and then sticks her fingers down her throat to make herself get sick often she violates cumber, colors on canvas but for the south by southwest show lady gaga was her medium 
to prepare brown says she doesn't eat for a full two days beforehand to maintain the purity of the paint colors but keeps her performances to once a month um they have a video of this i haven't seen the video but i'm sure it's uh i'm sure it's beautiful um but uh there's pictures of her face um uh this she looks pretty weird wow yeah yeah i put a pic i put the uh link but i th- she's obviously vomited and painted herself with the vomit all over her face <gasps> Mm-hmm. so you guys can see that i'll put it in the chat for you but um yeah so this is her thing uh just uh okay uh i guess that's cool this is a video of them performing. Here's Lady Gaga getting vomited on during her South by Southwest gig. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty much what I expected. It's gross mm-hmm. and kind of whack, and at the same time, very underwhelming. Yeah. You know, I was expecting like projectile spewing of vomit. Me too. It's a little bit of throw up. Yeah, I was expecting like bukkake level mm-hmm. throw up and I'm not getting that. Yeah. She just threw up green shit on her and that's it. There's no painting. There's no, where's the art in this? Like I said, this is what happens when you're not very talented. I don't give a fuck what y'all say about Lady Gaga. If she had talent, she wouldn't need to do all this shit. You know what I mean? Like, there's no Aretha Franklin getting thrown up on videos. Uh, you never see that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Tina Turner wasn't walking around like, yeah, uh, I I need you to come on stage and beat me. No. Like, I, I, I'm a fucking artist. I can do this. People like me regardless of this shit. You know? Uh, now, as far as it promoting bulimia, I also don't see that. Me either. I don't, I don't see the connection between the two. It's not like she threw up and then she went, it makes me feel... St- bad but i feel so pretty or some shit like that Mm-mm. um brown insists there's nothing unhealthy about our artistic act it feels completely different from when you're ill it feels quite good in a way because it's like you're cleaning your body out it's kind of a cleanse those familiar with throwing up when you're not ill usually linked to having an eating disorder are likely to call bullshit bulimia is a devastating disease disrupting families and leading to long-term depression anxiety medical illness as well as suicide if untreated said Dr. Robert Gladder, an editorial board member of Medscape Emergency Medicine, a professional health network. Not to mention making yourself throw up frequently is undoubtedly dangerous. It can inflame and even tear the esophagus, cause swollen salivary glands, and even cause tooth decay from stomach acid. She's doing it once a month, right? Mm -hmm. Let's see why that's, uh, is that too often? People who throw up often don't get proper nutrients their bodies need. Okay, this is just, I hate when they do this. This is just going to the extreme. It's like, yeah, bulimics don't, but she's not a bulimic. No, she's not. According to her. Um, in response to Lovando's criticism, Brown insisted she is not promoting eating disorders. I can understand why people would make that association, but my performance really is not a statement about eating disorders themselves. It's like using my body to express myself. I think a lot of people understand that I'm not trying to punish myself and my body in that way. Um, so anyway, these are all white people that have nothing to really talk about at all. So one of you guys needs to get some actual talent. Stop living off your dad's trust fund. I'm trying to tell you. Or trying to trying to patronize gay people and quit throwing make up some, on each make other. Make some good music or some real art. Pick up a paintbrush. Throwing and up paint on yourself with some acrylics. Not, shit is not art. 
<sighs> white people will fund anything. I gotta figure out my way to get into this. I, I, know, I know. I am a shit painter. Okay. Now see what I do is I don't eat for three days. Then I eat like some, uh, some like pizza, like a lot of stuff with lactose, a lot of cheese. And then I get the painting, baby. Okay. Oh. Now I'm going to shit on Lady Gaga while she plays his piano. <laughs> like, <laughs> I do not approve. Like, uh, sir, are you running out of ideas? No, it's a talent. It's very difficult to do. Mm-mm. It was, and I thought that it would be like more artistic. She just literally threw up green shit on Lady Gaga's like shirt. Like you can get that from your drunk friend at the club uh, for free. Like just go to someone's bachelorette party if you want to see someone's front of their shirt get thrown up on. Ain't that the truth? Apparently, baby's been making art for years. Shake them up real good, yes sir. Yeah, Jesus Christ, man, yeah, spit the hell all over you. <sighs> That's what happens when you chase these gimmicks man it's just like i need a new gimmick i need some new shit for the next week i need new gimmick new gimmick every fucking week I need new gimmick I need new gimmick every album got a new gimmick got a new gimmick by the fucking time you get to the fifth album everybody's sick of your ass and you got people throwing up on you to prove some type of weird point that doesn't even make a point because you don't have anything to do with your fucking music mm-hmm. it's not even integral to what she's doing it's just no. look at this spectacle of me getting thrown up on that's all it is because you ran out of ideas um all right this is what you do when you get to the point where i'm sad to say it being yourself isn't enough because then she's saying the article you read yesterday people allow me to be herself be myself you're not yourself because when you was yourself your shit didn't sell Mm So another thing that was happening, uh court overturned that 20-year sentence for the woman who was fired warning shots at her husband. Good. good. You know, it was the black woman who they tried to use stay in your ground defense, and they said no because you aimed at the ceiling instead of at your husband um, who was getting ready to beat you. Um, you do not qualify for staying your ground. Now, if you would have shot him and killed him, that's different. A Florida woman who was claimed to be the victim of abuse yet was sentenced to 20 years behind bars for allegedly firing a warning shot during the dispute with her husband was granted a new trial Thursday. The appellate court ruling erased a decision by a jury that just took that took just 12 minutes to convict Marissa Alexander, a mother of three. Yeah, I know. What what did they they got together for for one quarter of a basketball game? Right. I read something today and uh, it said that in Florida, no white person has ever been found guilty of murdering a black person i believe that that that's insane you know some pretty uh high profile cases in the last few months and uh definitely uh it's keeping up the trend i guess mm-hmm. the appellate court uh, so the race the conviction of alexander who is black sparked outrage and cries of a racial double standard in light of the exoneration of george zimmerman a white hispanic for the death of trayvon martin who was black in particular outraged uh aired Outrage aired on social media and among some lawmakers on Capitol Hill. Alexander unsuccessfully tried to invo- invoke Florida's staying your ground law as the same prosecutors who unsuccessfully worked to put Zimmerman behind bars told the court that she did not act in self-defense. And granted a new trial, Judge James H. Daniel also seemed unmoved by the staying your ground defense. We reject her contention that the trial erred in declining to grant her immunity from prosecution under Florida's staying your ground law, but we remand uh, for a new trial because the jury instructions on self-defense were erroneous. Alexander testified that on August 1st, 2010, when her husband, Rico Gray Sr., questioned her fidelity and the paternity of her one-week-old child, 
He, she claimed that he broke through a bathroom door that she had locked, grabbed her by the neck. She said she tried to push him, but push past him, but he shoved her into the door, sparking a struggle that felt like an eternity. Afterwards, she claimed that she ran to the garage and tried to leave, but was unable to open the garage door, so she retrieved a gun, which she legally owned. Once inside, she claimed her husband saw the gun and charged at her in a rage, saying, Bitch, I'll kill you. She said she raised the gun, fired a warning shot in the air because it was lesser of two evils. The jury rejected the self-defense claim, and Alexander was sentenced under the state's 1020 life law, sparking outrage about how self-defense laws are applied in the state. A Florida appellate court ruled today that jury instructions, which unfairly made Alexander prove beyond a reasonable doubt that she was acting in self-defense, were wrong, and that there were other incorrect instructions that self-defense only applied to if, the, if the victim suffered an injury, which Gray had not. Wow, that's crazy. Mm. I, I mean, it's crazy to me that you can get something wrong like that in a trial for someone's life, where it's just like, Could- you got to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that you didn't do it. It's like, is that... Uh, a legal standard i don't know close enough right uh, and it's just one of those things where mm, pe- mm, people just don't give a fuck about black life and that's something that that when you say that people don't want to admit that but that's the truth though when it comes to brown people's life a lot of times um especially if they're not on a jury and things like that i, I don't know what what the jury is full of but it's just one of those things where they've done statistics to say if you at least have one person of color, just of color, period, in there, a lot of times um, they're not as cut and dry because that person has a tendency to have a different perspective. Not all the time, but it's just one of those things where, um, yeah, when you look at the Trayvon Martin case and you look at this, you're like, wow, she didn't even kill dude and she gets 20 years and George Zimmerman walks free, and y'all don't think nothing's wrong with this. Now, keep in mind, we're not legal scholars. We just common sense go, what? <laughs> right? Yeah, 20 years. Yeah. Like, y'all have some weird fucking laws down there, man. Um. So, uh, yeah. Um. Today, U.S. Representative Corrine Brown, Democrat Florida, lashed out at a Florida State Attorney, Angela Corey, who oversaw the failed prosecution of George Zimmerman. And the prosecution in this case saying arresting and prosecuting her when no one was hurt does not make any sense. What was certainly absent from the courtroom during Marissa's trial was mercy and justice. Indeed, the three year plea deal from the state's attorney, Angela Corey, is not mercy and a mandatory 20 year sentence is not justice. Corey's office uh, argued that Alexander who had not been living in the home for two months leading up to the shooting provoked the incident and that there was no proof the garage door was broken. Alexander's rationale for not leaving the altercation was, you know, was that the door was broken. Her office offered her a three-year plea deal in the case that was rejected. Alexander testified about three other alleged incidents of physical abuse by her husband, including one that led to his arrest. Several witnesses claimed they have seen injuries she allegedly suffered, and the final defense witness in the case testified that she met the criteria for battered person syndrome. In a statement, the prosecutor wrote the defendant's conviction was reversed on a legal technicality, we are all gratified that the court affirmed the defendant stand your ground ruling. This means the defendant will not have another stand your ground hearing. The case will be back in the circuit court in the fourth judicial circuit at the appropriate time. So they'll still got to go to court over this. So they're going to have again. a trial, another trial. Yeah. There's no stand your ground shit this time. Uh, I'm not reading all this article, but the Associated Press basically said that uh, what I've been saying for a while, court, uh, South by Southwest is pretty much a corporate uh bullshit now 
like the the days of it being a uh, organic meshing of uh internet people and entrepreneurs trying yeah. to f- network that shit is done yeah, when I was interviewing um, Breakfast for Dinner, mm-hmm. a podcast um, for Lip Smacking Good, because they're in Austin, Texas, not asking about this, and that's what something they were saying. They were saying that it's not local anymore. They were saying that used two years ago, I think they said this thing been around like since 1980 something, mm-hmm. and they were saying like years ago um, when they first did it, basically people, small people from small bands who were not known would come there and perform. And they perform in town. It would just be an event and people can kind of get their name known and things like that. And they were saying that you don't have that feel no more. They say for a lot of people, they're actually leaving the leaving the city and, and trying to find other places <coughs> to push and promote themselves. It's like all of a sudden you have more venues and you have more acts. But it's one of those things where now the uh, the superstars are getting the bigger venues with the better sound quality and, and selling out. And then you have these smaller people that are performing and nobody's going, you know, to see, um, let's say, the Grasshoppers perform. If that's the name of your group, they're going to go see CeeLo. Well, they're saying here that like school, some of the rappers are upset too. Rapper Schoolboy Q had a f- great time his first South by Southwest a few years ago, but found himself getting angry this year as he played a series of shows at the annual music conference or festival. Everywhere he turned, his fans were standing outside of venues, festooned with co- corporate branding, unable to enter because they didn't have a formal invite. Wow. Oh, because before it was more open. People could just come and just see people perform. And now, yeah, I'm proud if you don't have an invite or you're not, or, or, or you don't have a press pass or you didn't pay the the money to come. You basically couldn't get in, huh? Yeah. Now you got to know the right people, get on the right list, get access. Uh, now it's you know more of an exclusive type of thing. Like shit like this don't stay. By the time you hear about stuff like this, is over normally. True. It's stupid. They changed it up. It's corporate. He said as he prepared for a show Saturday. I don't ever want to come back unless they change it where the fans are in. I'm tired of performing and seeing my fans outside the gate. That's not fair. It's not about the fans no more. It's about money. Who can give you the best look? And South by Southwest shuttered its 28th year. 28, yeah, 1980-something. Mm-hmm. Uh, participants debated the growing corporate influence over the conference. Critics say South by Southwest has evolved past its core mission to help new bands get discovered. Instead, they say the media focus has shifted to already established stars such as Jay-Z, Kanye West, Lady Gaga, Coldplay, CeeLo Green, Rick Ross, Keith Urban, and many more whose heavily promoted appearances are underwritten by international band brands. <coughs> so now it's like, before it was like, let's get these guys on the come up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you almost look at underground, find new artists, you know, find... um Somebody you never heard of before, getting the more music, and now it's like for people that are already established. Right. Um, Which you can get that anywhere. Yep. Um, so uh, participants debated the growing corporate influence on the conference. Um, uh, critics say it's evolved past its core mission. Oh, wait. I'm sorry I said that. It's poor versus the 1% in miniature. And the change in vibe is relatively new. Even those who found the spotlight before say it's getting harder to break through. So now it's like, okay, this is where the cool people are, the access and money. Because it is a corporate event at some point. It is about making money. Uh, shit like this just can't stay cool. There's, there's got to be something else now where 
you know, you can go see Kendrick Lamar perform and it won't be a big deal. But now, but it's over for this shit. Yeah. You know, a lot of movie critics go down there and all this shit, you know. Yeah, and it's sad because I really wanted to go one year. We just came off the back of a really nice tour with some nice venues, and now we're sort of thrown off the deep end. Sometimes you're thinking, I'd like to play in a nice club with a sound check instead of not being able to hear on stage. An hour later, the band had technical and sound troubles after hastily assembling its gear, but left the venue with a few more fans by powering through their fourth of five sets in three days. Uh, This is uh, the band uh, We Were Promised Jetpacks. So they were basically like, you know, it's just people like you get people that can see you but you know it's basically you're rushing to perform and get your name out there and there's, there's no small feel to it anymore there's no genuine vibe yeah and and also um it's one of those things too when we um, went to see um your girl perform and you know you've practiced and you've got all your stuff together and they were having malfunction problems and this, oh you're talking about um uh, Devin. yes and it's just one of those things where it might not, I, and because um, I was in the um, played in um, um, concert band and shit like that, like I was looking and I was like, yeah, you know, this is going on, that's going on, just kind of peeking around. It's one of those things where it does affect sound quality. And it's like for some of these people, this is going to be the only time some of these people ever see you perform, and you know they might want to uh, purchase your CD on the spot and all that stuff, and it affects that if your sound quality is not good. But the people that run the venues don't give a fuck. They're like, okay, you're not a superstar. The sound quality is for Kanye West. We don't give a fuck about you and your band. We're not adjusting it for you. Um, the owner of the co-founder of Pinkberry was sentenced to seven years for beating a homeless man. Oh shit! Pinkberry is like that really fancy like ice cream cream place, store, right? Ain't it? Yeah. yeah. Ain't they got one over there in South Park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've um, never had it. Uh, he was sentenced to seven years of state prison for beating a homeless man with a tire iron. Oh shit! Last November, a jury what, found he spit out his ice cream or some shit. I guess so. I don't know. His name was Young Lee. Sound like a rapper. Young Lee. Uh, last November, a jury found him guilty of attacking Donald Bolding with a tire iron in June 2011. A tire iron? Jesus Christ, man. Bolding flashed a tattoo of a stick figure couple having sex to the people in Lee's car, which included his fiance. Well, that's just not going to stand. Yeah, me and my billion dollar business, <laughs> I'm going to go to jail for seven years now because of this. Okay. Might have had an attack of that affluenza. Now, apparently so. Lee drove away, then returned to the East Hollywood street with another man who'd been in the car. He then beat Bolding, who suffered a broken left forearm and several cuts to the head. After he was convicted, a judge ordered Lee to remain in jail without bail until his sentencing, in part because Lee threatened David Lee, a different dude, one of the state's key witnesses. Shit. Do you remember the moment when David Lee stood on the witness stand and told us he'd been threatened? Deputy District Attorney Bobby Zubakis, Zubarakis asked the jury during the closing arguments, according to the Los Angeles Times. I'm going to cut the throat of your mother, your wife, your daughter, and you. And remember how the heir left the room because you could tell how scared David Lee was? Young Lee's seven-year sentence was the maximum allowed. This dude, crazy as shit. Wow. Wow. Which means if they probably could have gave him more, he'd have got more. Damn, this, that fucking pink bear went to his head. Yeah, it did. I don't know if I want none then. If it makes me act like that, no thank you, Pinkberry. 
I mean, I can kind of uh, identify with this because sometimes I get like mini affluenza. Like if I get like $20 extra in my pocket, then I start acting brand new, you know, wanting to kick a homeless person or something like that. Oh, but they don't got broke affluenza? Broke affluenza? What's that? What do you mean? Yeah, you just, you, you broke. But, but, but. No, you have to have some money to have affluenza. Oh. You can't get it. For, you can't be broke and have it. You gotta have <laughs> some extra money. But I'll get like mini affluenza. Like, if I get like, if I'm like, oh shit, the bill was less than I thought this week. I got $40 in my pocket. And I'll go around wanting to like punch a child in the chest or something like that. I just fight <laughs> it. I fight it because I'm a good person. You fight it hard. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, this dude is part of pinkberry man like i put his picture in the chat too he doesn't look like a gangster but i don't know if anybody does uh when they're looking when they're wearing a bow tie <laughs> that's true too you know like i don't know if like he looks more like a bond villain of some type uh asian dude with glasses in a bow in a bow tie he looks more like he could be like uh someone in the fashion industry or something yeah actually he looks like a dude that sells ice cream he does, doesn't he? Like a dude that a co-owned. A math teacher. Yeah, I co-own. Right, right. I co-own a ice cream store. Like, that's what he looks like. Mm-hmm. And he's out here beating homeless people with crowbars because he, he's not going to take no disrespect. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm literally scared to try it. I was going to try it because every time we passed by, I was like, one day I'm going to stop by there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it make you want to beat homeless people with crowbars. I don't know if I want to do that. Apparently $600,000 was stolen from Joel Osteen. A church employee and a security guard discovered the money missing this morning. Houston police say about $200,000 in cash had been taken, along with $400,000 worth of checks. Someone got into the safe between 2.30 p.m. Sunday and 8.30 Monday morning. Police aren't saying if the thief forced his way into the safe or had the combination. Pastor Joel Osteen wasn't available for comment. The church issued a short statement that says, quote, Lakewood Church is working in conjunction with the Houston Police Department to investigate this matter. We do not want to compromise the investigation by commenting at this time. Needless to say, it doesn't sit well with Lakewood members and supporters. That's a very bad person. Whatever religion you are, you are still a bad person. That's right, Karen. Somebody stole $600,000 from Joel Osteen's church. I like yeah. to prefer that it maybe it, it was a miracle. No. Maybe God came and got his money finally. I mean, people been collecting money on his behalf for for centuries. No, I don't think that. I, 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 think, it's somebody, I think this is an internal thing. Like somebody knew something. And I'm surprised with a church that big, you don't have video cameras. Yeah, I, I think maybe the money just... I don't, I prefer not to think of it as gone. Maybe it just moved on to a happier place. You know, maybe it finally. Happier place where? I don't know, Karen. Maybe like heaven or something. What you need a deal for? Money can't go to heaven? Or only humans can go to heaven? Mm, Money, what? We, I don't. Maybe on the third day, they looked and the boulder had moved on its own. And the money was gone. No, money, you can't take money with you. Uh, that's what they say, but who tells you that? People with all the money. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want you to know. Ah! They're like, look at these dumbass people that think you can't take oh, money with you. Oh, so people that get buried with their money and gold and stuff, they come, mm-hmm. they keep it, they hold on to it? I don't believe that. You know what I like to do with my money is tip people. People say, Rod, why do you tip? Do you, uh, uh, One of the most common questions, Rod, 
do I have to tip a delivery driver? You don't have to tip anybody, but, but I, I, I do. Because I would if I was you, man. Because man, um, what was it? The uh, Papa John's one, one of them. I think it's Papa John's. Like they're the furthest away. But once them dudes realize we tipped, sometimes I think they put us on the top of their thing. Cause I think we're like furthest away and like we'll get our shit, re- especially if the same person really, really quick. Because I think Roger put it where they, where they get the tip in advance. So they already know what their tip going to be. So, uh, yeah, it could make this between you being the first delivery or the last delivery. Yeah. Um, and, uh, another reason I tip, cause that's the main reason. But sometimes it might save your life. A pizza delivery driver was called a hero Monday after she likely saved an elderly woman's life. Before Monday's incident, most neighbors knew little about the Memphis resident, Jean Wilson, except that she's eaten pizza daily for the past three years. Wow. Yeah, how's she, how's she still alive? I ain't got the truth. Hope it was uh, stink rest. We make her pizza every day before she even calls because we know she's going to call, said delivery driver Susan Guy. Oh, she must constantly deliver to her then. Obviously. Guy often delivers Wilson's regular order, one large personal, uh, wait, one large pepperoni pizza. But recently workers at her restaurant noticed an unusual break in the pattern. She hadn't called in three days. My boss told me, told me about it today. Guy insisted to her boss that she'd be allowed to check on Wilson. She was like, nah, you don't have to do that. I said, yeah, I do. Clock me out if that's what you gotta do. Cause of course, you know. Domino's like fuck your personal time, nigga. Yeah, and I and 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 it's one of those things where she was like, "This lady called every day, three days, something wrong." Uh, guy drove to Wilson's house, knocked on the door, no one answered. Then she banged on Wilson's windows. There was still no response. Running out of options, Wilson ran to neighbor Larry Como's house for help. The pizza lady came over, knocked on the door, wanted to know if I seen the lady across the street. He said, "No, maybe she's not home." And it, and and I said, "Well, not home." I I said, "How many times have you seen her leave?" He goes, "Never." The guy quickly called 911. Police arrived. They broke down the door to Wilson's home and found her lying on the floor inside. They soon learned that she had fallen on Saturday and couldn't get over to the telephone to call for help. Investigators said it's possible that her pizza only died may have saved her life. When she was, uh, when they cut out the side of the house and used a, <laughs> use a tractor trailer to, to get out, haul her out. Uh, she treats us very well. She appreciates us and that's something we don't get in customers a lot. Late Monday evening, Wilson was in non-critical condition at St. Francis Hospital. Tuesday, Wilson was offered help in the form of an alert system by a local company. So that's why you tip your drivers, man. Ain't that the truth. Say that. Damn, so she was on the floor for days. Three days. Wow. And Mm -hmm. this is one reason why you kind of let people know, especially if you are a person that's alone, let somebody know where you are at all times or have somebody come and check on you every now and then or like a buddy, a friend or a pal. Um, because this is the type of stuff that happens when you know, I'm, I'm independent. I'm by myself. Yeah. You need somebody to check on you. Uh, Master P's name and credibility was dragged through the Louisiana mud this past week when there's a strange wife. He got Son- credibility? Mm-hmm. Apparently. Mm-hmm. When his uh, strange wife, Sonya, accused the music mogul millionaire of leaving her and their four small children stranded on welfare. The former colonel of the No Limit Tank couldn't bite his tongue any longer, and he released a statement on his website with another by Lil Romeo for the ultimate cosign. Master P asked TMZ, why is this news? I haven't been with this person in over seven years. She has had several boyfriends since then, he continues. I take great care of all my kids and all of their needs are being met in abundance. 
at this you know uh i guess i feel like i can't do this story without playing who this is who this is That's better. Now I can read about Master P. Uh, he says, I take good care of all my kids and all of their needs are being met in abundance. I come from the ghetto and I changed my life, but she didn't want to grow with me, so we're not together. Oh, shit. If Sonya supposedly helped me start any of my companies, including No Limit, wouldn't she be capable of creating some type of income in the last seven years besides turning to welfare? Educated business people don't think like that, even in hard times. Stevie Wonder can see through this publicity stunt. This is hilarious. Ha 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 ha. Nigga, what? All I ask is that she take a drug test in the next two weeks and pass it. I will give her everything I have. I'm tired of sugarcoating and hiding the truth of ungrateful people that I've been taking care of for so many years. If she's that great of a businesswoman like she claims, she should be able to do it again for herself. I don't trip on my past success, even though the rebuilding stages, even through the rebuilding stages in my life. I never blamed anybody. I just figured it out and worked harder. I put my trust in God, not people. You can expect people to take shots at you, but I never imagined you can take care. You take care of what to turn on you. Oh, the people you take care of to turn on you. I can see why wealthy people leave that money to charity because there are so many ungrateful, unappreciative family members that feel entitled even when they haven't contributed. When things are going good, everybody loves you. When things aren't so good, you see the real in people and even in relationships. I'm not mad at her, though. I just pray for her. She will always be the mother of my children. I'm not perfect, but I go above and beyond to provide for my kids and family. Little Romeo said, my father is a good man. My parents are not together, but he still provides a roof, transportation, and all of her living expenses. Honestly, she gives me the bills, and I hand them over to him, and he takes care of it. She is blessed. She lives in a guard-gated community and drives luxury vehicles. It's funny how people jump on negative media, media and gossip instead of all the positive things that my father does for underprivileged kids and communities across the U.S. That's okay, though. The enemy doesn't try to stop you from where you're at, but where you're going. We must be going into even bigger success. Miller Dynasty, no limit forever. This story makes no fucking sense. What you mean? Why does it make any sense? Okay. She's on welfare, right? She says she's on welfare. And his kids is on welfare, too. And he ain't taking care of them. Okay. And he says he is taking care of them. Uh, and uh, she's lying. Because if he is, he should be able to prove that, that he is. Right. How can you, uh, how can he prove it? I mean, he said he is. I mean. Mm, yeah, to me, to me, it's, it's just ignorant on all sides because it's almost a he say, she say mm-hmm. type of thing. But it is his responsibility <coughs> To take care of his children. Like, mm. like that's his responsibility, his top priority, period. He mm. take care of little Romeo. What about the rest of them? We don't know, we don't know the name of none of them other kids. Well, uh, little Romeo is probably the most prominent of them. She's claiming that they live on welfare and had to move in with little Romeo. And little Romeo came out and said she lying. I mean, sounds like just family drama playing public. And like he said, people want to believe the worst. You know? 
Yeah, I mean, that's something you should be able to prove if she lives with them or not, if she has this house, this house. She li- like, that's provable, isn't it? I don't know. Lil, I mean, Lil Romeo said that, that she lying. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Karen. I just thought it was interesting. I don't, I don't have all the answers. We can go to their houses and look in there individually and see how long they've been staying, Karen. <laughs> you would like to do all that. I just thought it was an interesting story. It is, and, and yeah, that's yeah, that's that's some Bama shit right there. It is. Pat Robertson is back in the media. Uh, no, Seven Hundred Club man. Yeah, this is Michelle who says, I was watching a horror movie the other day on the recommendation of others. It was rather strange and awfully macabre. And then this past Sunday, I got into an accident leaving church. Did watching that creepy movie cause a curse or the Lord's protection to be lifted from me? Did I grieve the Holy Spirit by watching this series? What do you think he's going to say, Karen? Mm. Something reasonable and measured no no it's gonna be very unreasonable something unreasonable you think yes okay all right let's see if uh see if you're right Karen. i'm gonna go with uh he's gonna say something reasonable and nuanced here we go mm-hmm. oh a few years ago i heard about a teenage girl who was demon possessed mm. and people began to deal with the demon and try to cast it out and you know what the demon said I had permission, and the permission was granted when this child had gone to some double X-rated movie or whatever it was, and had allowed this thing to come into her. I- she went to a double X-rated movie, Karen. And you know that's wrong. I thought it was triple X. I don't know. He uh, he must be talking about Skinamax. I don't know what double X is. <laughs> must be missing uh, X hotel. Uh, porn where they cut out the the parts to show the dick. Oh, is it the pixelated porn? Yeah, maybe he was watching Japanese porn and Mm -hmm. double X. I don't know. I know this sounds kind of otherworldly, but that's the way it is. So, so demons sit around and go, "Oh man, I really would love to get my hands on this little kid, but I gotta trick him into seeing a double X movie." And it's really difficult because there's not very many of these. Most of these are the triple X. Do do they put a piece of paper and say, "Click here, I agree." Yeah, uh, when you hit accept, when you said uh, I'm over 18, I was allowed in. Could it have happened to you? Yes, I don't think it did, but it could have. But this thing may be living around you, and what you need to do again is speak it, command this thing to leave, and ask God to forgive you. Uh, I, I know that's that's weird, but uh, these things can happen, and uh, I, I think some of these producers, uh, who knows what influences or into them with some of these these movies or you said macabre it's a good word for it mm-hmm. and uh, so i just think in the name of jesus declare your victory and keep going on i don't think that you've been demon possessed i don't think anything has happened to you but nevertheless declare victory and plead the blood of jesus christ over your life all right you know one thing i kind of feel sad for pat robertson because like the world passed him by you know, all this racism and and science and technology and all this stuff is like starting to pop up around him and disappear for some things that he's lived with his whole life. He's watched women get rights. Yes, he ain't even how old is this man in his eighties, seventies, eighties? He old though. Um you can Google it. Uh he also um you know, watched minorities get rights. He watched gay people come into prominence. 
uh i could you know sometimes i feel bad for him because they they put him on tv and they ask him these questions what is he supposed to say he's 83 uh, he's 83 what's he gonna say you know it's like what do you think about these new low-carb diets uh that's a violation of god's principles Okay, first of all, uh, you're letting demons in through uh, through proteins. Everybody knows the devil lives in the meats. Like, we eating that pork and that swine. Yeah, what's he supposed to say, man? Someone invented a new app for your phone that is called Cloak, and it rounds up your friends, Foursquare, and Instagram locations so that you can avoid them. I like it. Okay. Sometimes you don't want to see them niggas. Nothing more awkward than when you lie to somebody and then you show up at the same place they're at. Mm. Cloak presents you with a map once it's fired up. And uh, this uh, shows people who follow you on Foursquare Instagram. Leveraging the most recent places they were checked in or a location tag photos. You get instant alerts when people locations come within a block of yours. Now I wonder how... I keep them from knowing where I'm at. That's true. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I, I don't do that four square shit because you don't need to know where I'm at at all times. I don't. It definitely helps people that's cheating. And it helps stalkers. No, I'm talking about the cloak app. Okay, I know what four four square might help stalkers, but the cloak app it might help you from being stalked. Somebody stalking you, you go okay. Let them put them on my app. I don't ever want to be around them where they're at. You can get instant alerts when a person's within a block of a block of yours, or or in four hours after someone's tagged their location, their personal icon will fade, suggesting that they may have moved. The App Store description says that Twitter location data isn't leveraged because most users have it turned off, and even when it's on, it's quite vague. As for other social networks, close creators told me that Facebook has good data, but not a lot of it, and pointed out that a lot of people you're connected to on Facebook like friends from high school, probably aren't near you at any given time, but we're going to be thinking about how to include this soon, as well as other networks, of course. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not I'm not into that. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here all the time. Shit. Right, but, but this is for people that aren't into it. What do you mean? This is not telling you to be into it. It's okay. saying other people are using this, and this is how you can avoid those people. Oh, okay. So if you check in the Foursquare, and I don't want to see you, I have put up my cloak app, and it's like Karen is at the house, and I go, "Oop, taking a long way home tonight," you know. So it, it so it hides you from them, but you can see them. Right. They can't see you, right? Right. Okay. Okay. So it's so it's a way of like you out and about, and you like, well, I don't want to be bothered with this person. You could basically, um, like the Harry Potter sheet, like the Harry Potter cloak, and just make yourself invisible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh. It's time for our games, Karen. Let's do this. Um, it's time for fucking with black people. Just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time for fucking with black people today. A GOP lawmaker is in the news. Uh, this is one of the reasons that, uh, this also could probably count for, um, for, uh, some of our gay news too. So.
State Senator Phil Jensen doesn't believe government should interfere in the private sector's ability to engage in race-based discrimination, according to an interview published in the Rapid City Journal on Sunday. Uh, this is one of the reasons that I have such a hard time, uh, like even fucking with libertarians and certain Republicans because they're like the free market, everything. Free market can't be everything. It's like, well, racist people in the free market and they're going to do racist shit. Hey, free market solution to everything. Remember Arizona's high profile bill? I hate when they do this. I don't want your opinion. I just wanted to. Anyway, if someone was a member of. (laughs) Oh, so it's not a story then? Uh, no. Anyway, I got it. Okay. If someone was a member of the Ku Klux Klan, they were running a little bakery, for instance. The majority of us would find it detestable that they refused to serve blacks. And guess what? In a matter of weeks or so, that business was shut down because no one's going to patronize them. Correct. Uh, advocated for the free market's role in promoting civil rights. So obviously, if so, a, a business is racist, it'll go out of business. Because that's the history of America. Not, not History has proven people that take bad moral stances always go out of business, Karen. No, they don't. In fact, in fact, sometimes that business goes up because oh, you racist, I'm racist to him and my money. Right, and I've always, and I've said this. I said this shit with Chick Fil A. Don't money doesn't always make someone right. No, it does not. And we can't get into this point of measuring our morals by what makes or does not make money. Sometimes the unpopular choice is the correct one. Sometimes. The one that is popular is wrong, you know. Sometimes uh, the guy who's like, uh, you can profit from from this kind of stuff. When Chick Fil A was known as the homophobic business, it went through record profits at the moment because people were like, "I can't wait to support homophobia." I yep. can't, as a religious person who shares some of these values, I can't wait to 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 buy a chicken sandwich to prove that these people are right. And you cannot get into these battles. And I'm also sick of black people who don't see um, that the the anti-LGBT legislation that people are passing directly relates to us in this this way because this is the same dude who promoted that shit. So he was like, do you think they feel differently about us? You think a bigot that doesn't like gay people somehow feels differently about our black ass? They don't. It's the same mentality. Yeah, we're all, we're all on the same boat in their mind, and that's something that you can't get people to understand. And it's, well, it's not me. Well, motherfucker, it, it used to be you. What, yeah. what about that? Don't you understand? How do you expect that they magically understand race is different? These kind of bigots don't understand that shit. So even if it's out of self-preservation, you should be supporting LGBT rights mm-hmm. just because of it ain't but so far from you. And my my thing is this. The, the, the thing about um rights is that people... When it comes to to um, the civil rights movement and all that stuff, they fought for rights for everybody, everybody, regardless of of creed, color, sexual orientation, all that stuff. Even though people don't want to believe that, but that's the truth. And it's one of those things you can't be like, "Well, we died, but y'all can't have no rights." That's stupid. People died so that everybody can have the same equal rights. That was the whole purpose of it. And it's almost like all of this, all the years of fighting, all the years of taking shit to court is almost like a smack in the face to all those people that fought and died because they're going well 
you know, blacks got their freedom, but these other folks over here, no, we ain't, we ain't trying to give them their freedoms. But, but at the end of the day, it's the same thing to me because there are people and they don't have equal rights. And I don't know what about equal rights don't people understand. People have a tendency not to care about shit until the shit happens to them. Because one thing about rights and freedoms, once it gets taken away from one group, it will get taken away from another group until after, until it gets to the point where nobody has rights. And it's one of those things where people are fighting for the rights of everybody. And to me, it's very ignorant, especially being black, for you to being so anti-LGBT for the simple fact that what about this is, is, what about this do people not understand? Years ago, people had this same thought process about slavery. Years ago, people had this same thought process about a lot of things. And people use religion, just like they do against this, to say blacks should be slaves. And so is this one of those things where is to me, I think that people miss the boat when they don't have any empathy and sympathy when it comes to these situations when not too long ago. And people are still alive to tell you these stories. So it's not really history ain't history until the people that have lived through it are dead. And people can people are alive and well. They can tell you the stories of slavery and can tell you the stories of being beat. And people are alive in the LGBT community. They can tell you about being beat for their gay rights. So it's one of those things where as much as people try to say it's different, it is the same accord to me yeah it's just weird like because one i hate when black people do this well we know it's not the same yeah we all know it's not the same can, now can does that mean you're not gonna that you're gonna be okay with people being wronged like you're gonna be okay with people being oppressed and discriminated against because it's not the quote-unquote same that's such a fucking stupid distinction and i wish people would stop making it because no one's making the argument that it's the same or even equal and stuff and i i've heard people that that go to the other extreme which is like racism is over with gay shit is the new shit and i know that that's stupid too okay mm-hmm. but but in general we got to stop being like we got to stop allowing shit like that to be part of the discussion because it doesn't help anybody it's not fruitful and just it's only so people can dissuade you or tell you to kind of like fall back and not have an opinion um the other thing is this is my problem with libertarians and it's why i'll never be one i would love to be able to get behind some of their platforms but the free market can't figure out everything slavery would still be going on if, if we just let the free market play out like yes sir. If, if, if no if 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 just the moral justice and the power struggle didn't like happen if that didn't intercede then we'd still have that you know what i mean so I, I feel like people uh dismiss all that shit in the name of a dollar and a dollar ain't never been nobody's friend a dollar just uh goes with whatever makes the most money so um and, what, and whatever's the most profitable at the time. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things is that when it comes to the free market, what about the free market not having fucking morals? Don't you understand? The free market does not give a damn about humanity. It doesn't give a damn about, about, um, human rights. It don't care anything about that. It, all it knows is that I'm about making that money. Cause honestly, the free market would have already erased all of this shit anyway, because this is not profitable. To say I won't make a wedding cake for a gay person. I won't. No, I won't let gay clientele come in my business. Is already turning away money. Free market is mm-hmm. already thrown out of the equation here, and nothing's going to correct that unless the government says no. You can't do that. That's discrimination. Um, and 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 yeah. also, it's just one of those things where people cannot erase human behavior. 
human behavior. Human mm. behavior. When it comes to racism, racism, it is human behavior. And that is not, you want to toss that out the window, but you can't when it comes to these situations. Jensen also discussed another recently failed measure during this interview with the journal, a bill proposed by state Senator Mark Kirkaby in January that sought to establish mandatory drug testing for welfare recipients. Another thing that has cost more money than it's actually saved. Mm-hmm. Nobody gives a fuck about it, though, because, hey, it's black people getting this money in our minds. And uh, as long as you can make welfare and minority shit synonymous and you can keep that classism going where people feel like I have no relationship between me and poverty. I can't possibly see myself in it. Therefore, anyone who is in it deserves it and is trying to rip off the system. You will constantly end up with in situations like this. Yes, you will. When at the end of the day, they're literally on the same boat as you, but they can't see it. Although Jensen told the journal he supported the legislation, he was unsure whether the recipients or of other forms of government assistance like farmers who receive subsidies should be subject to similar testing. Always. He goes, you got me there and started laughing. Motherfuckers. Anyway, a hundred. A hundred. Um, all right, time for some guests to race, guys. Let's see if we can, uh, wrap this up before eight. Here we go, guys. <clears throat> now that it's time for some guests to race. That's right, it's guests to race time. Now that it's time for some guests to race. That's right, it's guests to race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our audience, as racist as they are, to guess the race. Let's get started. Uh, here's one about a nurse. We all like nurses. Good evening, I'm Kristen Kennedy. Tonight, a nurse faces charges after police say she used her job to steal medication from her patients at a nursing home. Lancaster police arrested Tina Abbasi. They tell us they made a disturbing discovery when they showed up at her home. WKYT's Mark Barber is tracking the investigation in our top story at 6. Lancaster police say Tina Abbasi told them while she worked here at the Golden Living Center in Stanford, she took medications from the nursing home, leaving patients without medication for her personal gain. Nursing home officials say she worked for them as a licensed practical nurse for about a year. Abassi was arrested Friday at her home on Miles Drive in Lancaster. Nursing home officials say they're starting an internal investigation as well as cooperating with the police investigation. A few of the questions they're trying to answer, how many patient medications did Abassi have access to and the number of patients who may have been affected. Officers say when they showed up at her house Friday, they saw her two-year-old daughter alone in the living room. According to police, after Abassi came to the door, she told them she was under the influence and gave them several prescription painkillers and marijuana. She's facing seven drug-related charges as well as first-degree wanton endangerment. One of her neighbors told us she graduated with Abassi and is shocked and disappointed. She didn't want to talk on camera. We also spoke with people who have loved ones in the nursing home. They didn't want to talk on camera, but they say they're disturbed and concerned. Nursing home officials say Abassi has been suspended <coughs> without pay. In Stanford, Mark Barber, WKYT. Abassi has not responded to our request for an interview from jail. All right, guys. Guess the race of Tina Abassi, a nurse who likes to steal medication from nursing homes. Wonder how many of those old people didn't get that shit. 
Yeah. I don't think these pills are working. It's like, just shut up and take it, Granny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the chat room says white, says Jane. Amish country, white, says Ashley. She gave them her weed and pills happily. Free love, free drugs, hippie white. Fox News watched who didn't quite understand Obamacare, a watcher who didn't understand Obamacare. Weed's white, still in meds white. She was slanging and the baby daddy wasn't around. White lady with a black baby daddy. She made the same trip to America Kunta Kinte did. I just got here. Okay, then I don't care. Um, Cross says white. Uh, black says, uh, monkey blood and nurse Jackie White. The correct answer is white. <laughs> and some of you missed it. Alright, we gotta go to the bonus round already, guys. We're running out of time here. There were the boys and the race. There were the boys and the race. That's right, it's bonus round against the race where everything's worth double the points, double the racism. I hope you guys are ready to go because uh if you missed one, you're already halfway out the game. Yes, you are. Alright, here we go. <clears throat> Uh, let me see if I can find a good story here. Um, here's one about a mother. Okay, guys, we all have mothers. We all... New tonight, a proposal to help Utahns fight back against a new way to humiliate in cyberspace must clear one final hurdle. The so-called revenge porn bill would make it... No, this story's too long. Hold on. Just saw that clip. It was like five minutes. Like, what? What news story needs five minutes to explain? Anyway, here's a picture of a penis. Uh, all right. Ah! Here's another one. A 31-year-old macabre township woman was arrested after she bit off the top part of her boyfriend's ear. Danielle Nebelong was being held in, North, in the county jail at $10,000 bond after arraignment on an aggravated uh, assault in the 41A District County in Shelby Township. Deputies responded to the call about 2.45 a.m. Saturday for a domestic violence incident. They met with a 36-year-old resident who said that he had been involved in an altercation with his living girlfriend, which ended in her biting off part of his ear. Oh. He told deputies that his girlfriend arrived home and they argued. As he tried to walk into a bedroom, she followed him and tried to punch him in the face and the head. Damn. As he turned his back to her, she jumped onto his back and bit off the top part of his left ear. He was treated by medical personnel. The portion of his ear was located. He was taken to a local hospital for treatment. Guess the race of Danielle Nebelong. Uh, how you going to work that relationship out? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that is how you break up. Yeah, she sunk her teeth in that relationship. Mike Tyson School of Boxing Black. Zoid says Hustle Crow. That's some oppressor shit, says the wound god. White says Sparger. White says Vent Casey. Uh, the third. Black Rouse says cannibalism is always white. Earbiter Becky, vomit art enthusiast. Oh my. Uh, the correct answer is white. white. Everyone got that one right. Mm, somebody got it wrong. Somebody said something other than white. I swear I didn't see black. Mike Tyson, school of boxing. Oh, black. you right. That was black. What were you thinking? That was somebody that's normally right too. Oh, Ashley. Mm. Can't believe she missed one. Anyway, that's <laughs> it for today. Uh, we got to talk about this sore ratchetness. A 63-year-old man who lost his job after using a samurai sword to frighten a work colleague has had his eight-month prison sentence suspended by a judge. That's right. He threatened a work colleague. Couldn't even get 
an eight month sentence served the judge suspended it <laughs> could he go to jail who imagine if this is a gun you take a gun to work you threaten to work a co-worker and you get uh, uh eight months in jail only and then they let you go early because even with that the day before the offense, Alfred Wilkinson had been involved in an altercation with WB White Foundry LTD and recorder Jonathan Sandiford, uh, was told that he turned up at the premises on Arthur Street the next morning with a sheathed sword in the boot of his car. Prosecutor Marion Nasiri told Bradford Crown Court Wednesday that Wilkinson's colleague had approached him with the intention of apologizing for the earlier altercation, but the agitated defendant said they needed some, to sort out the matter. Wouldn't he let him apologize? Why? Cause he had a sword. And swords are for the unreasonable. Mr. Ah! Mr. Nasiri said Wilkinson went with his colleague to the car, then took the sheath sword from the boot. The defendant held the sword in both hands, five or six inches from his colleague's chin and exposed about four or five inches of the blade. The defendant then put the sword back in the car. The oh. worker made a complaint about being threatened and Wilkinson was sent home. The incident was sent report- home and not arrested on the spot. Not arrested. The incident was reported to police, and during his interview, Wilkinson said he had taken the sword to work with the intention of scarring his, scaring his colleague. Wilkinson, a married man, somebody, somebody locked that down, mm-hmm. pleaded guilty to, at an earlier hearing before the magistrate's court the possession of an offensive weapon in a public space. Barrister Richard yes, Gio Serrano for Wilkinson said, no, not surprisingly, he had been summarily dismissed by the company after the incident last October. He admitted to taking the sword to work to try to settle a dispute with a colleague. He admits he took it out and tried to frighten the man. Uh, he can't believe himself that he tried to sort it out that way. Oh, I'm so crazy. I can't believe I did that. You fucking brought a weapon to work. You definitely thought about it first. Yes. This was not, uh, it didn't fall out the fucking sky. No, this was not in the heat of passion. Recorder Sandifor said the danger of such behavior was that when somebody introduced a knife or sword to the situation would escalate. That's why this court has to treat very seriously the fact that he took the samurai sword to work and got it out to make threats with it, said he told Wilkinson. The judge decided he could suspend the prison sentence for 18 months, but Wilkinson will also have to do 60 hours unpaid work for the community. He also ordered that the samurai sword should be forfeited and destroyed, and he'll just probably go buy another one at a fucking pawn shop. You idiots, letting this sword person out on the streets like it's just okay. It's not okay, and someone has to stand up for our rights. Go to tweakedaudio.com, code TBGWT, Adam and Eve, same code, Thank y'all so much for coming out. We got to go. Uh, but uh, make sure you guys watch Alexa Yeans tonight on uh, the WB's, uh, the originals. C- oh, the CW's, the originals. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to live tweet it. So we'll see you guys on Twitter at 8. My Twitter for live tweeting stuff is Rod Live Tweets. And, and mine is Say That Again. That is in D-A-T. So we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Until then, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.